This is the Nick and Jules podcast. Fourth time's the charm. Hey, we're back. Is it? Is it? Fourth, so if you get four in a row, is that a double hat trick or is it fourth times the third times the chance? I don't know. There's so many sayings we should know, given we work in radio, right? We should know saying the catchy thing. We should know. I, we should know a smarter way of saying, "Hey, this is the fourth time in a row we've managed to upload a podcast." But congrats <laughs> if you're hearing it. Well, technically, it wasn't us. Um, producer Matt probably helped in that in that uploading realm. the podcast. Yeah. No, oh no, that's a huge that's job. That's a me job, mate. Oh, I, even, work, I was dude. trying to give you. I said we to include you as well. <laughs> Thank it's you not so even. Much. It's not a we. It's a me. All right. Except the first day. Yeah. No, the first day I think it was me. <laughs> I can't quite remember. It's so no, long ago. The first ago. day it was so difficult because I didn't know how to do it. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, still yeah. me. So didn't you accidentally upload like a twenty-hour podcast or 12, something? Yeah, twelve-hour version. <laughs> 12 hour. I don't. I don't know if that managed to get downloaded. I think I got rid of it before. Okay, we that's it. good. But if you heard the twelve-hour version, <laughs> the first thirteen minutes were great. <laughs> And then sort of, yeah, around minute 14, people would have gone, you know how um, Are CDs, they gonna come back? <laughs> CDs used to have like secret tracks? No. Yeah. Oh, that's a thing. Uh, I mean, I'm younger than you, but I even I know this. I don't know how this secret happens. Secret tracks. Back when, before you could like download stuff to your phone mm. or you'd listen to it on Spotify or the listener app, of mm. course. <laughs> Obviously. Um, you could you'd get a CD and it wouldn't say the full track listing. So it'd be like, say it was the, on the back of it, it's like there's 14 songs. Yeah. So if you finish listening to the 14th song. But you don't like change it straight away. Okay. It'd play like three minutes of silence and right. then there'd be a secret song hidden in the back end of the 14th That's so track. cool. I'm yeah. glad it wasn't like squeezed between the ninth or the 10th because then you're looking at the track listing being like, this no, is not what I expected. That'd be so confusing. That's yes. not a secret. That's a disruptive song. How did you know to wait for three minutes in silence? Don't have to. That's which is what we do in between the songs as well. We sit here <laughs> in perfect silence. Uh, plenty of stuff coming up on the show today. A couple of cops. By a couple, a uh, fifteen of them called on a gym in Sydney, Jeez. just for doing something, and it wasn't for having the guns out on display. Yes, and speaking of our things that I didn't know, including the silence on a CD, mm. Harold, who's healthy Harold? <laughs> this is baffling to me. There'll be people listening to this podcast right now who know exactly who we're talking about. Throwing at me, we jump into that a little bit and just sort of. I guess marvel at the fact that Jules seems to have this massive black hole of a memory from when she was in primary school. I am forgetful sometimes, but things I don't forget about are the mm. bachelors. Yeah, well, well, I suppose we do you a bit of a favour there uh, and let you talk about bachelor nonsense yes. for the show. First time on the show? Yes. You've sort, of, you've sort of gotten a few away. I've tried to sprinkle it in, but you've you know. you snuck a few under the radar. Coming in hot. Yeah. Um, we talk bachelor stuff today. There's a time limit on it. This I worry it's opened the floodgates. A little bit. <laughs> you can't uh, go back, can you, Nick? Yeah. Is that like the Pandora's box thing? You can't yeah. put it back in the box. That's right. Which we'll see how that goes on the show. Enjoy. Anyway, enjoy. Have a great podcast. It's like, as you say to your team, as you're heading out, have a good game. Good game. Good game. That's nice. I like that. Good podcast. Jules, what could possibly have happened in an Australian gym yesterday afternoon that resulted in a SWAT team being called to someone's <laughs> PT session. Oh, jeez. Well, obviously, someone got out the big guns and paraded them around. You know what? As bad of a joke as that is, <laughs> that's actually not far from the truth. Really? Yeah, I caught this on the news last night. People might have seen this. They felt catching up at the end of the day. But in a Sydney gym, a, a personal trainer who was giving a uh, sort of a, a boxing lesson yeah. had a SWAT team called because of an unfortunate incident involving their, uh, their, their Apple Watch. Oh, uh, the emergency services and just how they conduct their lessons. So what's happened is a, a Sydney personal trainer. He is a, a, like a Muay Thai fighter and boxing trainer. His name is Jamie. Oh. He was doing a session with someone, one you know, a little one-on-one practice, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he had his Apple Watch on. And, he, you know, when they do the boxing, how they have the little the punching gloves where it's like you punch my hands. Yeah, yeah, one, stuff. two, yeah, yeah. Exactly. 
He had those up. Accidentally, as he's putting his wrist back, he's hit the call button on his Apple Watch. Oh. So it's like, you know, serious listening. It's like waiting for a, a, an instruction. Yes, yeah. Because just like you said it then, he's going one, one, two, one, one, two. Oh, like left, right, left, right. Exactly. But he's saying he's calling the numbers. And if you call in, I think any country actually it works, but if you call 112, it calls the emergency services. Oh, geez. So what he's done is accidentally called emergency services. And then off the back of going 112, 112, mm. he's saying things like, oh, good shot, good shot. <laughs> now, the person on the other end of the line has not heard good shot. They've heard gunshot. Oh. And they've assumed that someone's called emergency services and has gone, oh, there's gunshots. There's gunshots. Very different to good shot. One's encouragement. One's not a good thing. One is an awful thing. So what they've done is, and you know what? Pretty good from the emergency services, actually, in terms of how quickly they acted. Yeah, and, what was the response time? A uh, couple, you know, not too uh, long. They sent out 15 armed police officers. 15? Because they got the location from his, his Apple Watch and they went, oh, we genius. have got to save this bloke. He's obviously surrounded. He can't answer any questions. Obviously, someone's there. You know, we've got him surrounded with guns or something. Yeah, so they think this poor guy is, is doing what he should be doing, is looking at mm. his watch, is going, this is the only way I'm going to get out of this situation. Yeah, 100%. And, he, and 15 armed police officers have turned up to his gin. And, you know, i got to imagine that's, you know, a very, pr- fairly confronting thing to have happen at the back end of your PT session. You know, you're there disgusting, sweaty, and, you know, completely battered and bruised. <laughs> you're looking like a bad guy. And the cops are there. Yeah, you look like you've been, fi- you know, you've been fighting someone. Absolutely. Absolutely. 15 cops are there at the end of the day and they go, hey, what's been going on here? Have you been giving this guy a hard time? I was like, no, he he paid me to beat him up. I swear. He he paid for it. Nick, we are the start of the year Mm. and a lot of people, I guess, maybe be looking for some motivation to kick off the year in the right stead. Yeah, I definitely understand that. Yeah, and I guess I stumbled upon this piece of motivation from our very own state of Victorian-based woman. She has done us proud. Um, well, world record runner Akana Murray-Bartlett has finished her 150th straight daily marathon in Melbourne. Since August, she's run more than 6,200 kilometres from Cape York to Melbourne. Impressive. That's a lot of marathons. That's, that's a lot of shoes to go through. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, I suppose you don't think about the logistics of that, but that no. is, it's impressive. It's 150 sort of... days straight of running 150 kilometres. She has gone from the top of Australia down to the bottom. I, um, you, you said it's motivation. I'm not, that doesn't, it, that doesn't motivate me because it's so unachievable. <laughs> like I sit there and I hear this lady having done that. I like the idea of running a marathon, but even one feels a little bit sort of out of my grasps. Yeah, fair. Well, she um she did it for a good cause. She was raising mm. funds for the Wilderness Society. She smashed a $60,000 oh, record. So she's a good person as well. We get it. You're both the fittest person in the world, Ikana Murray Bartlett, and you're also a great person. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. World right. record achieved for her. The sure. original world record was 107 days that she could do consecutively. So, mm. yeah, smash it out of the park. But you're right, Nick. It does seem a little bit unachievable for those that are Maybe not into running, maybe not into fitness, but I thought I would round out a few Guinness World Records that don't require that much effort and that much talent. A low effort Guinness World Record. That <laughs> yes. is good. That And actually, you know what? Honestly, if you set a Guinness World Record to start the year, mm. probably that's a little bit of motivation. That's going to kick you off on the right path. Requiring no talent, simply a packet of marshmallows, you could achieve the most marshmallows eaten in one minute. I don't know if that requires no talent. <laughs> really? <laughs> what do you mean? It was very talented. <laughs> the record is 25. Yeah, mate, I can tell you for a fact that's easy as hell. I, do, I Look, I'm telling you this in the break. I know you're trying to set me up here, but it's like, I've, I tried this on another show of mine. And I did it. It's like, it's pretty easy. It's very achievable. I didn't, the reason why my name's not on the record 
is because I just I lost interest and you have to pay Guinness World Record to get the certificate. Okay, so you've got the record for the most lazy person in putting in the application for the Guinness World Record. If that was, yeah, I suppose, technically speaking, yes, that that is mine, yeah. Well, Okana, eat your heart out then. Yeah. No other records for you? <laughs> no, nothing else. No, so nothing left to achieve for the year. We are 19 days into the new year. And look, to be honest, I feel like a lot of us have fallen off the bandwagon, myself included, because we set ourselves up for failure. Yeah. Well, you said you wanted to meal prep and eat clean and eat healthy. How, mm. how long did you last? Like five days. That's pretty good. It's pretty Thank easy, you. I think, to, um, especially off the back of a, I mean, frankly, a dirty New Year's Eve, because mm-hmm. you're not, you're not. You're not the healthiest version of yourself on New Year's Eve. So it feels like going to the cleaner eating seems like it's even, you know, you feel better for your body because it needs some nutrients. It's like, okay, well, I destroyed myself that night. So it's time to sort of do some, uh, undo the damage, so to speak. Mm. I understand why you've given up there, though. It's hard to meal prep. Let's get to the phones right now. 13, 10, 60. We've got Tom from Albury. Tom, have you already given up on your New Year's resolution? Uh, yeah, I don't even try now. and It didn't go so well. Oh, yeah, God, right. what was it? I was going to try and give up swearing. <laughs> okay, um, well, let's, not, let's, let's stick to that resolution while we're on air. Please. <laughs> I, I made it to about 2 o'clock a.m., I think, on yeah, just after the midnight thing. Mm. And um, I went to a friend's house and they crash-tackled me to the ground I thought it'd be funny to say hello to me that way. And then I swore and that was it. I lasted two hours. So really it's on them that you only got two hours into the new year. It's not you, Tom. I like the way, yeah, that's a better way to look at it, isn't it? I was feeling guilty, but thank you. Do you have a better way to think of it? Generally speaking on a day-to-day basis, Tom, do you have, is it sort of a, you know, the mouth of a sailor type situation rolling? Uh, A little bit. Mm. Yeah. I try not to, Mm. you know, around the folks and stuff like that, but, um, yeah, two hours is pretty poor, really, when I think about it. Tom's a gentleman, depending on who he's talking to. Uh, and Tom, just by the way, huge congratulations on keeping it together for this one minute uh, whilst you're on air with us. Appreciate the call, mate. It was flipping easy. Makisha from Arupna, she might have given up on hers already. Makisha, have you have you, have you given up on yours? Uh, yeah. All right, well, first of all, tell us what was the New Year's resolution? Uh, going to the gym. Oh, right. <laughs> Did you set yourself up for like a target each week or? Yes, I was planning to go like about five days a week. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's fairly ambitious. Were you a gym goer last year, Makisha? Uh, yeah, I went there quite a bit, but this year is not. Don't want to go now. <laughs> Wait, so have, you, have you been at all this year? <laughs> I've been there once. Once, okay. Uh, it's not. It's not quite no, five no, days I've, a week. I've got Makisha's back because I reckon around this time of year, gym schedules they seem to like drop off of classes. People are away, so it's fine. Well, no, Makisha, are you going to classes or are you just going in there like doing weights and stuff? What's your What's your routine? Uh, yeah, I go in there and lift heavy. Do you think you're going to get back on track? Oh, I don't know. Like I drive past the gym. I'm in my gym gear. I'm like, no, nah, I want to go. <laughs> She's done all the hard parts, but she I, just doesn't want I to. Go under- I don't understand what changed between last year and this year. Are you just tired? Like, have you been working hard over the break? What's happening? Uh, yeah, I've been getting up at like 5 a.m. to go to work. Yeah. She's tired. That's fair. She doesn't want to do it. You know, we're, we're keeping our fingers crossed for you. The Lunar New Year, it restarts uh, in a couple of days' time, so... Is it, is it Lunar New Year this weekend, Jules? Yes, it is. Thank goodness. Uh, Makisha, so... you've got a few days left to get it back together, all right? Oh, yeah. Sounds good, man. Hey, Makisha, you're a legend. Thank you so much for the call. Thank you. In the AM, it's Nick and Jules with you. Nearly the end of a long week. I think there's some schools going back next week. Oh, yes. I think the week after as well. Mm-hmm. All the kids getting ready for excursions. Harold's going to be coming, getting the new backpacks. Everyone's going to be getting ready. Put the... Uh, the you know, the, the contact over your, your books and Hang stuff. On. Who the hell is Harold? Who's the giraffe, Harold the giraffe, the education van. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> the education van. You know, no, it's you, a van that gives you education. Yeah, there's a van. Yeah. Yes. What, what are you talking about? What do you, no. Hey. The only Harold I know the, the Harold from Neighbours. What do you yeah, No, it's not him, obviously. He's a giraffe. <laughs> Is it a real giraffe? The, yeah, no, it's not a real giraffe. No, what are you... Jules, we, you're from, you grew up here as well. What are you talking about? Harold the giraffe, you know, he comes around in the, I think it's like the, the healthy education van or something. And, you know, you'd get in the, you'd, you did, this does not mean anything to no. you. <laughs> There's a van that drives around with the giraffe. There's an education van that okay. would come to your school usually once a year. And right. then the classes would go in one by one and uh, a, a presenter. Disappear into a van. That's like no, a it's white a, it's van a, for children. It's a, no, it's a big van. I think it usually had color on it. And uh, I'm not crazy. Matt, producer Matt, can you please jump on the mic yes, here? Thank you. Um, sorry, not crazy. Do you crazy. know about this van this situation? Not, not crazy here, am I? Like, Absolutely not. How do you not remember Healthy Harold? It was a life education van. And yeah, as, as I said, it would come to the school. It's like a caravan. It'd pull up, park, and uh, every class would get a time and you'd go in. And it was this, because I grew up in Queensland, it was bloody hot outside. Yeah. So you go in an air-conditioned room. Oh, nice. and then And then they would turn the lights off and there were these little LEDs in the roof that spring, sparkled like stars. Yeah. So they, they put it on a show. So this is a national thing. Yeah, it's a bit. That's why it's baffling that you've not heard of Healthy Harold. He would, and then so everyone else has heard of this except me. Yeah. So the thing is, you would, you, you might. They, I think they had like a TV screen there, didn't they, Matt? And they'd, you know, they'd, they'd show you some diagrams like this is how to look after your lungs, and then the <laughs> presenter would stick her arm behind. And I'm sorry, I'm about to blow the, 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 the you know, smoke the mirrors here, but they'd put their arm behind a curtain, and then Healthy Harold, the like the giraffe, would yeah. pop out around the other side. And, um, and show you how it's done. Healthy, the, the, the giraffe would talk to you about health and safety and stuff. So how did you learn giraffe. about your body? How did you? <laughs> sorry, I don't did, know. Did, I watched a movie. Did the giraffe give you, <laughs> teach you about your body? Yeah. Remember there was the, um, the lady, uh, the plastic body thing and you could take out her parts and they'd say, this is what your liver is. And this is where your liver is. Isn't that what operation the game is for? Oh, it's slightly more high tech than okay. operation. No, it, it was, <laughs> it was an anatomically correct, you know, to a degree. And I Harold just was, had like images. That I had to draw and colour in, and this is your heart, and this these are your body parts. Like is, I didn't have this interaction. This is this explaining is so much about you. Yeah, Does, um, once a year. You well, said. I reckon I would have seen Harold at least twice in my day back when I was in primary school. Matt, did you see him more than once? I'm sure. I think he might have even come to my twenty first. I think <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a very personal young. He's a personable giraffe. That's baffling. I've got FOMO. Let's um, miss out on this. I don't know. Let's talk about this on the show tomorrow or something. This is. Bizarre. <laughs> I want to meet Harold. <laughs> we did have other stuff we had to get to. With this. <laughs> I don't know if you wow. can meet Harold. I don't know if Harold's still around. That's the thing. I, don't, I haven't, wouldn't have heard of Harold for a long I'm time. I'm pretty sure Harold, yeah, I think it's still going around. It, clo- it was quiet for like COVID years, but I think they're back up and running. Oh, Harold that's good could be for coming Harold. to a school near you. Yeah. So th- that's not to say go into any white van you see near a school, <laughs> but just keep an eye out for him. That was the Nick and Jules podcast.